0: now we're just wondering who, who all is listening we don't yeah. know
1: uh, we don't
0: know i don't know so this one we're gonna try to put it on uh, youtube here we're recording we'll see how this pans out i mm-hmm. think it'll be good but uh, we got our coffee today is a very interesting day it's uh, it's Valentine's Day, first is, of all.
1: Oh, yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Yep. Yeah. It is snowing heavily here in Texas.
0: Enough so that, like, church got canceled. I was supposed to not mm-hmm. be here right now.
1: School has been canceled for the week. Yep. Yeah. For uh, Granberry ISD. Yeah. And <clears throat> I remember one time it, it was Valentine's Day in eighth grade, and it snowed, or it, like, iced over, and we built a snowman. And then I remember me and my sister... And my friend Yannicka, we made, we had the video camera mm-hmm. and we made videos of just us doing really silly things. Um, I wish I still had those videos though because <laughs> they were so funny.
0: That's awesome. It's uh, it's, it's supposed to be one degree tomorrow. One. I don't, I've never been a part of one degree. I don't know what that means Um, in Texas.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: But then guess what? Because it's Texas, it's supposed to be 65. Yes, a week from now—that's mm-hmm. ridiculous.
1: That's Texas, and everyone is all gonna get sick again. And Probably so. All the all the fun stuff that comes with that. But Speaking of
0: getting sick, oh yeah. Since the last time we recorded one of these, we had we had the covids.
1: We had COVID, and yeah. it was not fun.
0: It wasn't fun. It was it was one of those. Uh, how'd you feel? So day one, what'd you feel like?
1: Um, keep going. Okay, day one. Day one, I felt like. You know, sinus throat was hurting, coughing, uh, fever. Yeah. And then day two. went, and got, tested. went and got tested. uh got tested, fever, re- all that, same stuff. And then it kind of, it just started to feel like a really bad sinus infection. The, my headaches were really bad. And then it was like the sharp pains I was feeling in weird spots. And then the loss of smell and taste. Yeah,
0: back, by the way.
1: Yeah, I can oh, smell again. Nice, thank goodness. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mine was a little more, um, like a cold, just a bad cold. Uh, her day two was my day one, which was good that we got it at the same time. Yep. So quarantine party and uh, had had to. I was fine. I mean, I was kind of just like, oh, it'll feel good. And then day seven, I was like, no, I got the, I got the man flu's. I'm dying. Yep. It's over.
1: Yep. Um, but let's tell everybody what happened.
0: Okay, you go for it. What happened during um the COVIDs?
1: So we got engaged. Yeah, we did. Uh, random, but we were on the couch and uh, Eric pretended to, like he was proposing to me right there and then, and I kind of freaked out, but he did it just to test the waters to see what would happen. And then he walked off into the kitchen and did something. What, what were you doing? Grabbing the ring?
0: No, I actually had it in my pocket. Already. Um,
1: so he walked into the kitchen and then came back into the living room. And at that point I had laid down on the couch and he got down on his knee and was like, babe, I have to ask you something. And I was, was did you, was that when you faked it or did
0: I faked it first? Then I got up, walked away and, and, and then, then I walked came, back.
1: Then he walked back and then he, then he showed me, he ha- actually had the ring and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Oh my gosh! And the ring is.
0: We can we can put um, it on on YouTube. We can edit. It is. We'll show
1: you. Amazing. Thanks, babe. Exactly what I wanted, and um, yeah, it It, was it was pretty it was good because I didn't want it to be a big deal. I didn't want to be like you know around a bunch of people. I'm not really one of those that. Well, (laughs) sometimes I'm not one of those that. (laughs) (laughs) Last night doesn't count. We'll get there. But uh, I wanted it very low-key and uh, private, and it was.
0: Yeah. So just to be clear, I'm not, like, lame because I just was like, oh, we got sick. Let's get engaged. She really wanted, like, the down, low-key, mm-hmm. chill. And we knew we were going to be at the house for the next 10 to 14 days. So we were like, hey, let's uh, let's at least make this memorable. We'll always remember COVID <laughs> yep. um, as both not fun and,
1: and good. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, and then, so then we were like, well, how long are we going to wait to get married? Um, mm-hmm.
1: Are we going to do the wedding? Are we going to, and I, we had kind of already talked about not, so so we're actually about to buy a house. And yep. um, we didn't want to, because this is our second marriage and everything, I just, we didn't feel that spending money on a big wedding was just, I don't know. I'm, I've It's never not actually, a wise investment. It's not. And I've never even had a wedding. I've never walked down the aisle in yeah. a dress ever. Um,
0: Here's how I look at it. it. Now, because, you know, we're we're in the real estate investing game. That's what mm-hmm. we're going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. And so now knowing what it takes to do real estate investing and how much a wedding cost, it's just, it's one of those things you just got to weigh. Like, is, is the wedding the actual, like, one-day event that I think, I don't know what the average is. We should look it up here in a second. Whatever the average wedding cost in twenty twenty one or twenty I don't I don't know if many weddings have happened yet, but I'm sure it is uh no cheap venture. My guess is gonna be forty thousand.
1: Um let's see. I think probably yeah. Uh oh. Twenty four. Twenty
0: four. Still. Twenty four thousand dollars. That's yeah. If you uh, know what you're doing in real estate investing, that's that's uh that's more than a down payment. For sure, uh, to be able to get a new home. So, anyway, uh, it's it's one of those things that we decided. Yeah, let's not spend it on that, and let's mm-hmm. maybe spend money on a ring, a ring, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and a really uh, nice ring. Yeah, and fixing up the house that we're going to buy. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, back to your story. You're we're buying, buying so a house. we're
1: getting a house, and we wanted. So it was important that we were married before we moved in together, um, and you know the purity thing, all the sex before marriage. Uh, we should we talk about that? Sure, why not? Okay.
0: Go for it. Whatever, whatever you
1: want to go with. Okay. It. I'll well, follow you. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna I'm tell the, the cold hard truth.
0: Tell the cold hard truth. That's what so we're here for.
1: We actually did have sex before. Oh, don't ever, tell them that. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> um, too late. We did. And um then like it happened maybe three times, I think, and every time it was like one of us would feel very convicted and um so the last time that it was brought up, I think it was... Two months ago? Like uh, November. Yeah. And um, I remember Eric felt super guilty. And uh, I said, okay, well, if... if Like, because I was, you know, I just... I didn't want to feel guilty and I didn't want him to feel guilty. So I just said, this will be the last time. Like, we we're not going to have this discussion ever again. And I felt that it was really better to not do anything at all. Um, just because I, I feel like in the Bible it talks about being, you know, being a virgin, but I think I know a lot of people like to get all the way up to that point where it's where b- basically you're, I don't know. I, I just felt I'm kind of an all or nothing type person. Yeah. So, it's
0: going off the scripture of if you even look at a woman lustfully, you've already committed in right. your heart, that whole thing. Yeah.
1: And so I just said, I don't, I mean, I, I just don't think we should, even get close so we also had told our kids I mean, we you know we want to, we want to set the right example for our kids and so moving in together um that's we wanted to be married when we did that because we would be in the same bed obviously and so that yeah that's kind of where we're at yeah. and how this all so oh yeah I guess that that now we can talk about that we are married oh yeah we can want yeah, to tell them that so. too.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we'll go back to the house in here in a minute, but let's go to the marriage. So, yeah, so we decided that uh, let's we're, we might as well go ahead and get married now. There's really nothing to mm-hmm. wait on. Um, you know, different people have different opinions on is there uh, – I think this question got brought – I think this question got brought up, like, is there one person for everyone? Like, like did God make this person for this person? And that question was asked to me, and, and I, I think I used to would have said, well, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Um and then what happened happened, and uh, both, neither, both of us are from divorces. And um, and so then it was just like, well, I think it's more of a, uh, like, who are you willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. for the rest of your life for? Like, mm-hmm. who are you willing to spend that time with and, and, and learn them and learn what their desires and their dreams are and their heart is? And then from there, you know, it, it, is that person... The person you want to be with forever mm-hmm. and then if so then okay there you go so for 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 us it was like well we know that i think we're i think we're there so what's the the only reason we would wait for a longer period of time would be to satisfy other people's mm-hmm. opinions and uh i've tried to do that my whole life and that didn't that didn't go well
1: didn't work out for you did it no no, no it didn't work out at all yep so uh that's what that's where we're at we're married now um, well, let's talk about okay the wedding the wedding <laughs> the
0: wedding was we were going to go to the jp mm-hmm. and you know that's already like one of those like well let's just go down to the jp and get married uh we won up that mm-hmm. i called called my friend paul um paul is a lawyer uh and also a mm-hmm. municipal judge mm-hmm. and uh he had mentioned that he had done weddings before and i was like Why? Well, old paul could do our wedding mm-hmm. and so uh Called Paul and was like, hey, man, could you do our wedding? Um, he said he had done some at his office before. And so I was like, okay, cool. He's got a pretty cool office. Let's just go down there and do it. It'd be great on a Friday at 4 o'clock. Oh, we got our marriage license. You have to wait 72 hours. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if that's a U.S. thing or a state thing, but anyway, you have to wait 72 hours mm-hmm. after your marriage license to get married. So we got our marriage license, mm-hmm. waited almost exactly 72 hours, but then Paul said, hey, instead of doing it in my office, why don't you meet me at the Hood County News? Yes. So for those of you who don't know what that is, the Hood County News is the newspaper here in town that Paul bought a few months
1: ago, maybe? I think they said six months. Ago. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so he said, Don't don't worry about a witness or anything. I got you covered. So we're yep. like, Okay, we'll show up to the Hood County News and we walk in. What's the first thing you thought when you walked in?
1: Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of the Italy. way it's set up, <laughs> it like, literally looked just like it. it. Yeah, the with the there's like the cubicles, but then there's also just the desks that are kind of in rows, like. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was my first. or the office, but not so much like the office. But then, um, said witness made us a, a comment about said witness. Yep. About the dancing ladies, yep. and then I, that's when I thought, oh my gosh, Wolf of Wall Street. Uh huh. I know.
0: Same thing. Same thing. So. So we had our witness, we had old Paul, and uh, Paul did a great job. Those were some good words.
1: That was really good. It was very intimate and sweet, and I had to look Eric in the eyes for way longer than I was comfortable.
0: That was awesome.
1: I'm so awkward. I'm just awkward at...
0: Did you see me tear up a little bit?
1: Uh, yeah. I did. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I knew you would. Okay. But I don't know. I'm just not good at those sentimental moments. You did great.
0: I was proud of you. I knew, I knew that that's the whole looking in the eye thing oh. that was, that was getting you.
1: You were the first person that ever called me out on that issue that I have. like. A, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, like, you know, like when you read about like sociopaths and mm-hmm. psychopaths that they have a hard time looking people in the eye and I'm yep. like, is that me? Yeah. Do I, <laughs> am I a sociopath?
0: No. Just, just in those moments. Just kind of.
1: Yeah. I just had the tendencies yeah. of a sociopath. That's all. There you go. But don't we all?
0: <laughs> so we uh, got married and walked out and went and got sushi. It was great. Yeah, that
1: was it. Was, was, awesome. it was yeah. good, good times. So
0: anyway, back to the house. So now that we're married, we're we have gone through this process with it. Let's talk about this house process. Oh. What what have you? This is has this been your first house to buy?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: So this is this is Autumn's first go. Um, my I don't know fourth or fifth with uh, the properties and stuff. And so it. It is quite the process when you're Mm self-employed. So I'm self-employed and Autumn has a job, but it's still all the same. It's all together. So Mm -hmm. uh, the self-employed thing right now, especially with COVID, um, with PPP loans and all that, if any of you out there are self-employed, it is a nightmare to get done. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And so we have gone through every time they're like, okay, that's it. About 10 hours later, there's 52 more things that we need to turn in. Or give them, or explain.
1: Yeah. So I didn't tell you this, but I the other day, um, when I had to, I don't remember which one it was, I had to send something uh, else after all, you know, all the stuff from last week that I couldn't, that I had to get from my old employers and all that. Well, I had to send another something, and I, I, I actually like typed it out and then I deleted it, but I had said. Here you go. Um, if you need me to go ahead and just send you every single nude photo I've taken as well, <laughs> I can send that. Uh, I can attach that. But then I thought, uh, maybe that might be too far. So I, I deleted it. That is it. awesome. I didn't want to embarrass you.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank
1: you. So I just talked about it on the podcast instead.
0: <laughs> so instead of actually doing it, I'll just talk to all the people that listen and tell them. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Long, long and behold! Long and behold! Is that the? Lo and behold! Lo and behold! Low and behold! It felt long because it's just taking forever. Yes. Lo and behold, we are three days away.
1: Knock on wood. From, mm-hmm. That's
0: like imitation wood. I don't know what it's called. Uh We're like three days away from actually closing, so uh we are crossing our fingers. And this house is super cool. Talk about that. Oh, like the house, the house like, is awesome. Talk about
1: it's it. technically three stories. It's got. You walk in, and the bottom floor is l- like a little den area, and that's where the laundry room is at. There's one bedroom down there, and then a little like coffee bar setup thing with a fireplace. Yeah, and we're then, gonna make that. So what are we gonna
0: make, we're gonna make that like um, a? It's gonna be music. like a
1: loungy, like music studio type. I don't know. Yeah. Ew, something. It'll be fun. Something cool. Sorry. And then the second floor, you go you go up the stairs into the second floor, and this is where it's like amazing. So you you walk into the dining room and there are windows. It's like, so the dining room extends into the third floor and it's like just a one huge wide open concept dining room yep. and there's windows there on that level and then there's windows up above where that third floor is yeah um
0: you're watching on youtube we'll put a picture up
1: it's so cool and but then you walk so if you go through the dining room you get to the kitchen and then there's a wall that i think we're going to take out but that leads into the living room the living room is fully there's windows on all three sides um huge it's on the golf course and it overlooks the golf course it's so cool and then super cool. if you go back into the dining room uh, if you there's uh that's where there's two bedrooms on that floor in a little hallway mm-hmm. and then there's another set of stairs that takes you up to the third floor which is the master bedroom in this room is i was looking at pictures today that we took when we went and walked through it and it's so that's it's got so much potential to yeah. be it's going to be so cool
0: it's so it's one of those like there's a couple of rooms that are so big that you're like what why did mm-hmm. they make us this, this big it mm-hmm. doesn't even make sense like the living room has two fans in it because it's so big yeah and the bathroom. The bathroom. The bathroom is about as. I, I'm in a con. We're in a condo right now, and the bathroom is about as big as this condo. Oh yeah, it's, it's like ridiculous. way
1: It's unnecessarily big. Unnecessary. But I think what I would like to do is take down the walls in that room and just. I think it could be. I, I think it could be so awesome.
0: Yeah. So it's to be clear, this is like a 1974 mm-hmm. something. Like so much character in this house. It's right down the road from where we live now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in a gated community out in Granbury. And it's just right around the corner, but this house is super cool. Oh, this is pretty cool. We were outside when we were looking at the house for the first time, and uh, we walked outside around back, and all of a sudden we hear these kids like oh, yeah. just laughing and playing, and we were like, "That's that was right. That's that's, that's her kids."
1: Yeah, it was re- It was my three year old. Yeah. Could...
0: So across the golf course, and then across the street from mm-hmm. that golf course or from that house is where uh, her her kids are at. yeah Where. So, um, their dad lives. So. Yeah, and so it was cool because we could just hear him right over there. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, it'll be a nice little trek back yeah. and forth. And yep, that's been cool to have the the relationship that mm-hmm. that we have with them, like mm-hmm. with uh, their dad and and his his lady friend,
1: mm-hmm. lady friend. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. That's been that's been really nice. It has been. I don't know why I felt like I need to say that, but I did.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's important. It's it's important for the kids and makes life so much easier when you're not dealing with. Drama that yeah. you know, just yeah, makes it better. For yeah, everybody. for sure.
0: Sweet. Where we wanna go now?
1: Um, so we could talk about something, some things that happened over the week that, like, the free Britney movement.
0: Oh, free Britney!
1: I am so about that. I think so. The documentary on Netflix, no Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a New York Times um, episode but it's called Framing Britney Spears. If you haven't watched it, you should. And it, it's really good. Anyways, um, I think from that, her, what was it? Her dad is now. uh, Something about the conservatorship. He doesn't get to make all the decisions anymore. Um, I think they're, I, I don't really know. I mean, it's, I know she's not completely, like she wants to have her estate in the hands of a financial company or something. And it's been under the conservatorship of her dad and
0: it's just been an ongoing drama yeah which I, I
1: still I mean I'm I still really question her like just her her posts on Instagram it just always seems so weird it it is weird and I mean when I go back and watch like videos and interviews of her when she was in young like in her prime she was so she just seems very down to earth and very sweet and I mean, I don't know, but now it's like she's just weird. I mean, yep. her, I, I still don't I, I it still does not explain her behavior on social media.
0: Yep. I'll never forget. I mean, like the first time I saw Britney Spears, I just thought she was like the hottest girl ever. Oh my
1: gosh, I was obsessed. I mean, idolized her. Yep. Like she was she was the first that my sister and I I mean, that was one of our first um, CDs, I think, that we got.
0: Yeah, I think that's what messed her up. I think I think the fact that she was so idolized, like, mm-hmm. I don't think people are meant to—they're well, not. And people she, aren't meant to be that uh, that like, famous.
1: No, and she was so young, and I mean, she, yeah. I mean, I think it was just a lot yeah. for her, and it's that documentary. It is—it's sad. I mean, mm-hmm. it—it's really sad for her because I, especially, I think what breaks my heart the most is. The with that, she lost her um, custody with her kids, and I just can't imagine. That's yeah, that's crazy. That is so heartbreaking because she she seems like a really loving mom. Yeah, very. I mean, if you go through her, so I've like creeped on her Instagram multiple times, but if you go back like to 2018, even, I mean, she there's videos with her kid, it it seemed like she had her kids all the time Mm -hmm. back then. And she was just, just seemed like a really fun mom, like intentional mom, yeah. you know, and I know every mom makes mistakes. I mean, I think, um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it, that it's like the gift and the curse of being a mom is you're going to screw your kids up somehow, but you're also, you get the opportunity to, to do that, you know? Yeah. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get the opportunity to screw them up. <laughs>
1: exactly. But uh, it, it's hard, but I mean. I don't know. That just made me sad
0: for yeah. her. Yeah. So, well, she was always a great dancer. Um, which, which I think last night you were inspired by her and uh oh started dancing. So last night here in the community we live in, there's a there's a bar, there's a restaurant, all that, and so some some of us went over there and uh, we're just hanging out, having drinks, having food, and uh, and uh, Autumn fully sober, mind you. Was I? I'm pretty sure at that point.
1: Wh- which part are you talking about? The table. No, I was not.
0: Okay. Well, she may have had one too many. or
1: I was not sober.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: On... But that is something I would do sober. I mean. Yeah.
0: If you're not watching on, on the YouTubes, uh, Autumn's about a buck ten and uh, a couple mimosas in. She's, you just got to watch it. So, yeah. Anyway, so there's this uh, uh, lazy Susan on the table, and I don't even know how it came up. Oh, did I say so? somebody said something about get up there and spin around or something?
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, don't know. know.
0: So, um, Autumn, I think is the only one that could. Well, no, there's no, there's somebody else that could probably fit on that. But, um, but Autumn gets up on this lazy Susan and just sits down, and and we just start spinning around on the table. <laughs>
1: I'm really surprised I didn't get in trouble. Yeah, especially usually when you when kicked
0: I, well you kicked the drink over, yeah, so but
1: usually when I do things like that, like yeah. I get in I mean, I get yelled at or I've I've been kicked out of bars multiple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just something about alcohol makes me not afraid. Yeah. Which that's kind of why I don't like to really drink a lot. Yeah, because that's not good. um I'll do just about anything. Yeah I'm not that, scared. That is not good. And that the, is not good. The
0: conversation went all over the place. I can't wait. That is something we can't talk about. No. No. <laughs> No, but Autumn decided to just let everyone in on some information on. Um,
1: uh, I was things. just giving my input. That's on true. Topics which I can now because I am married.
0: That is true. That is true. That's and true. That's very true.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I mean a lot. Of, like well, they used to talk about it before when we weren't married, but I just didn't really, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I you know, in case our children hear this one day, we we'll just leave it at not talking. Can you imagine? <laughs> No. So anyway, uh, we'll move on from there. Uh, but that was that was. But I fun. do
1: want to have a podcast where I I still stand by the like I want it to be normalized for. Oh yeah, for sure. For girls, for women to be able to talk about that kind of stuff. And I agree. Share, you know.
0: Yeah, even in private settings where it feels so awkward.
1: Like in the church would yeah. be. I I think that'd be great. Yeah. And I'm sure anyone <laughs> right now listening is cringing, but. <laughs> I don't care. I think it's. I think it's. I am tired of this Christian world, this Christian bubble, where it's like we can't talk about that because that's in quotation. It's bad, you yeah. know. Like it's not bad. It's, it's
0: actually yeah. If you read Song of Psalms or Song of Solomon, excuse me, it that for from back then when that was written, yeah. that is scandalous. Like, it is big time.
1: And also, I mean, did we talk about this last time? Just how savage the Bible is and. No, but because, it is because because that's uh, that's another thing is like even in the ver- in the in Genesis, like the Bible is so savage it talking is. about like the Nephilims having sex with the daughters of the the men, and it just, I mean it talks. I mean it talks about really crazy things, but then it's like at church, you know, we all put on this front and act like everything like it's just so fake, and I'm so tired. I'm oh. i'm so tired of it well Um, i
0: think it's just it's a cultural westernized thing that has happened to religion that you know it's it's americanized it's all those things like even just stories that i mean i do it every time if i read a story about like abraham and going to take and taking his son to go sacrifice sacrifice his kid we read through that like it's just a Good old fashioned Bible story, like, oh, and then Abraham took Isaac and he was about to kill him. And then all of a sudden, God said, "Don't do it," and he just didn't. So then they went on about their life. Like, yeah. can you imagine what you would actually feel if, like, that was what I'm you sorry, had to but do? Like, I'm or... just going to
1: be honest. I don't. I I I I couldn't. I would be like, nope. Sorry, God, you can just take me straight to hell. That's fine. Yeah, I don't I don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't think yeah. I could do that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. But so, like, things like that 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 we, I mean, for. Thirty-five years, I just read, and I am just like, oh yeah, that's the Abraham and Isaac story, and I'm, mm-hmm. I just yeah, Isaac, I think that's right, yeah.
1: And also, I mean, Mary getting pregnant as a virgin. I mean, yeah, yeah. If, we're just like, if oh. someone today said, <laughs> I would be like, uh, no, ma'am.
0: No, you're actually you you're actually on drugs, right? You right are, now. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, yeah. So the Bible is it's it's crazy. How Americanized, I don't know what else to call it, but how Americanized that we, we've made it. Churchy, We're,
1: big C, churchy. Yeah,
0: churchy. There you go. It, it is. It's very like, we make it very safe and the Bible is not safe at all. No. There's really nothing safe about it. And, no. Uh, it's, it's actually
1: quite terrifying.
0: It is. It, it's all, it's terrifying. And then at the same time, it's like, thank you Oh, God. thank God yeah. that
1: we have. Yeah. I mean, thank God for Jesus and yeah. that he, that all of it happened, but like. I mean, but even that. I was
0: reading yesterday. This was crazy. So we we go to this thing called Regen on Monday nights, and it's a it's basically a twelve step program for anything you're going through. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's like AA for alcoholics. Well, this is for anything. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we've been through a lot in the last few years, um, for sure, um, or our whole lives, either one. Uh, mm-hmm. So going through this has been really good for us. But it's been crazy just just reading some of the same things and like thinking f- through a different perspective than I ever have. And so yesterday I was reading one that was talking about uh, Jesus coming down from heaven to be put in the form of man mm-hmm. um, to die on a cross for us and all that, you know, to save the world, basically. And what I had never, ever thought about was I've always thought about, like, like you know, when people say, well, why do you, why do you love Jesus? You know, like the, the little kid answers, well, because he died for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think after reading yesterday, I wonder if the bigger sacrifice was actually him leaving heaven. It, like, not him dying. Like, that was inevitable like Mm -hmm. you know but like having to leave the throne like Mm -hmm. literally like i have there is no made it because he's always been but like Mm -hmm. i'm thinking about like a king like someone who's like a king over over a palace over this whole thing is like i have made it to king i am king here and then being like okay i'm gonna go sell bread at the market and have to and then i knowing i'm gonna have to go die like that man having to leave having to leave the throne is like that is insane that's just insane. That is to me. insane. So, anyway, that was pretty cool. Just, I've always thought about like Jesus died for my sins, so that's mm-hmm. that, that's how much he loved me. No, he left heaven. That's Are you how talking much
1: he loved about me. where it says um, that he was like he created the heavens and the earth? Yeah, um, yeah. So I got I kind of raised some questions. Um, I don't know if we want to go. Do I want to go? Do we want to go there? Or i me
0: save that for one on its own. Yeah. Yeah. With the time we got. Okay unless you want to unless you want to go for it
1: well i was it's just uh i was reading so i'm 30 years old and i just realized that in matthew mark luke and john that it's like the same stories repeated just told in different fashions because yeah, like perspectives remember the the verse that like was that i was like dying about the other night where it said two women were grinding together and then one <gasps> oh disappeared guys this is
0: this is what i love about autumn is i mean she literally is making things so real for me like i can't i can't we can't read the bible without her being like babe there's two girls grinding in the bible like i don't think the word grinding was a word back then what
1: does this mean but then if you read that in the other books it and i think it's luke maybe where it says where they don't put the grinding the Mm -hmm. mill yeah you know they leave that one word out right so you're like Wait, what the heck does that word mean?
0: Something completely different. Twenty twenty one. Yes.
1: And so but so anyways, in the other books, it says two women grinding the mill yeah. together and then one will disappear because it's talking about when Jesus comes back to take everybody that is, you know, yeah. one of his. And so, yeah, that that just threw me off. But I forgot where I was going with.
0: Uh, uh, you're talking how you're 30 years old. Um, I just some questions.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So the question I had was. Um. There was a, there is a verse where it talks about uh, after Jesus leaves, like how he, I'll have to look it up and we'll have to talk about it next time yeah. because it, because there was, there's where it talks about like Jesus was, cause I know Jesus is God in the form of a human, but it just, I got confused. Yeah. And so, you know me, like if I have any questions, I'm going to like, I will spend hours. So, but that's what
0: I love about you though. Like. I think it is this is all part of why we're even doing this podcast. It's the like I have for so long, I know enough about for those of y'all who maybe don't know me or this is the first time listening, I'm I've been a pastor for fifteen years. I'm mm-hmm. a ordained minister. And for so long I knew just enough to be dangerous, not really dangerous, but like just enough to like be like, yeah, I know the Bible. But the questions that autumn ask all the time, I'm like I don't know. It almost makes me mad because I don't know the answer and I am mm-hmm. and I feel like I should and I'm just like, I don't know the answer. Well,
1: and that's where I think um, the tr- it's like the churchy culture again. I mean, I think we're taught kind of like, well, well because my pastor says this, then I'm just going to go off what he says. I'm not going to actually, I'm all about like thinking for yourself. Yeah. Like I want to have, I, I don't care who tells me. I don't care if it's, I'm trying to think of someone that I really think is like, you know, but I can't. I almost said Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Craig Rochelle, you look up. Yes, Craig
1: Rochelle. So, pastor, he's pastor. Yes, like I don't even if he says it, I am still gonna go do my own do do do,
0: do <laughs> diligence. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That. that one.
1: And <laughs> because I just I need to, I need to like I need to like absorb it in my own spirit. Well, know? that's
0: what you are teaching me because I. Uh I mean I've always loved God. I've always loved the Lord. I've always been there, but when something really hard came, I didn't I didn't question. I mean I, I didn't like question my faith. Well, I guess I did question my faith actually. Yeah, I did. Uh it was a but it wasn't like is God real? It was more like a okay, all my identity was wrapped up in being a pastor, being married, being uh, this church leader. It
1: was wrapped up in just Like who you, not who you actually are. It was more, you identified with, I'm going to, yeah, I'm, I'm this person. Yep.
0: For sure. So this is like actually causing me to find my identity in the Lord by asking the next question. Like, okay, well, why is that though? Like why, you know, asking Mm -hmm. that why question, um, not as I used to think that people who asked why, when they would read the Bible would, they like didn't have enough faith. Well, and so it's like, well, you don't have faith. Cause you're asking why when really it's like, I don't know the answer and you're asking why. So it's making me uncomfortable. So I'm just going to say that you don't have faith yeah. Cause I have no faith to believe it, even though it doesn't make sense, you know? And mm-hmm. so, uh, so anyway, like, I mean, and faith is a big part of faith, obviously mm-hmm. like, but it's not bad to ask why it's not bad. The to, Bible
1: encourages that yeah. encourages to question everything. I mean, absolutely.
0: Yeah. That's what's really cool. Question everything yep.
1: and discern. That's why like discernment is so important. Yep. And, um, I think that's something that recently I've been just, it's discernment. Like, you know, where, where, and being able to see where people come from, like where, why they believe, you know, why certain people believe certain things and like their perspective, like trying to understand from their shoes, like this is probably why this person interprets X, Y, and Z to be that, but is that actually what it is? Even if it's not the answer that I necessarily want it to be. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it is, uh, it's, it's just been really cool to learn that, uh, so I mean, this is the whole thing we're going through in Regener right now, we're on the step three, which is, mm-hmm. is the trust, trust step, and last week I was kind of like, oh, okay, these are kind of word and word answers, this week I'm a little different, I'm like, oh, crap, that's a, I don't know, it's a good question, mm-hmm. and so I'm writing down, like, um, things that, things that I trust about God that, I struggled for my whole life, and I still do with performance, like performance of for people. But that's definitely going to tra- travel into performance with God, mm-hmm. and so I think I, I just go throughout my days, go through my life, going, okay, if God, if I do this well, then I'm a good Christian. I mean, this is this is why I got to where I was in life. I think with a lot of things was because I just. Um, Take the bar. I mean, for me to even say I went to a bar last night, that would have never have come out of my mouth mm-hmm. at all because not because of any other reason, but bef- but because I thought people who go to bars on Saturday nights are bad people. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the real, uh, unfortunately, like where I was. And then I mean, even just drinking, period. Like I didn't drink hardly at all mm-hmm. until you know the last few years, I guess. Um, but I don't. know, It's not like I get wasted every night or anything like that. But who but, cares if you do? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do, but
1: well, but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. Basically, I'm saying, uh, I don't care what other people think about that. Yeah. Basically. It
0: doesn't make you. It doesn't.
1: And I, I really dislike the the good person and the bad. Like you know how I feel about that. Yeah. I just think no one. Uh, that's that's not for any of us to determine. I mean, and and what I love about Jesus is that he says that it's not acts like it's not our acts that get Mm -hmm. us to heaven, it's faith, you know, and by accepting his grace. And so that's why, you know, just the whole stigma of like, the that she's not a good person or, you know, whatever. I just don't.
0: Yeah. And that's the part in the, in the trust that we're talking about right now, like that, that really caught me the most is like, not one of the questions was, what do you compare your standard to? And for me, I wrote down other people. It's always been other Mm -hmm. people because I can walk into a room and be one of the Good, good people good, yeah um that was in quotes for those of you who are not watching youtube uh i can be one of the good people but uh and most of the time i can probably be one of the the, the best people mm-hmm. like i can walk in and be like okay i haven't cussed in 72 days i haven't drank in 14 years i haven't like i can be that guy or you good. and then the thing was was like that is what i thought mm-hmm. made me close to god and then this through this past year, just through different circumstances, I realized that's that's actually not it. That's actually what the that's actually what the the real bad people, the Pharisees, like the people mm-hmm. who actually killed Jesus. That's their line of thinking. Mm-hmm. Their line of thinking is, I follow the rules. I'm good. I'm better than other people. Therefore, I'm more right with God. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like that's what I did with my life for a long time, and it got me to where I am now. And so now I'm just learning the balance of the two. Like, I don't want to be like, well, I'm not going to follow any rules because, because I followed the rules for so long. Like there's obviously, I mean, there's what God says and what he wants us to do. And and there's sin and that we have in our lives and there's forgiveness and there's, you know, there's just the whole thing. And so like, that's, that's part of where like my journey is right now is literally just being okay with, I'm going to screw up sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's okay to admit it, you know?
1: Yep. And uh, the last thing I want to say is based off what you said like being close to God, you know, uh Psalm 34:18 where it says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's the broken ones that Jesus came for, not the good ones, you yep, know. Yep. And Jesus says that. I mean, he tells he says that in every, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. I mean, yep. he came he didn't come for the he didn't come for the guys that are good. He came for the ones that are real screwed up and broken so
0: you know what's awesome about that verse that was the first as when when i went through the divorce um that was the first verse that i like put on my phone as a background because i was just like i'm freaking broken Mm -hmm. and i don't know what else to do and like i need you like for the first time it was like a like a legit because i got saved when i was eight and it was kind of like one of those like yeah i need jesus like i love Mm -hmm. jesus and he died for me and this is all good and i think it was authentic but this was like the first time it was like, no, God, like I am yes. done. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what else to do. I don't know. I don't even literally know how to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah.
1: And it also, the, remember the the sermon that Pastor Craig did with Mr. Rogers' movie? Oh, yeah. And um, I'll never forget when he... Goes in, Mr. Rogers goes in and talks to that guy's dad mm-hmm. and he whispers something to him before they leave and when they get outside the son says, What did you say to my dad? And he said, Well, God is closest to the ones that are, you know, broken and sick and so I I told him because I felt like my what I needed God to hear, he might hear it quicker going through him. Yeah,
0: that's so good. So, so good. good. I love that scripture. It 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 helps me, I don't know, almost like bring me back to reality sometimes mm-hmm. when I get too uh, uppity about my myself or something, mm-hmm. and it uh, just reminds me to, to kind of stay in that state of, like, I need Jesus, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, uh, it doesn't matter if things feel like I'm on top of the world or if bottom of the pit, because mm-hmm. I've been in both now, yep. uh, I need him, for sure.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Boom. What else? I'm... Anything else?
1: Um, I, I don't think so.
0: No? All right um well guys we really appreciate you listening uh hope uh hope this spoke to you oh for those of you that are out there that are probably like I would be if I were listening to this I would be judging the crap out of this like I really would be uh, And that's okay so like here's what we here's where we're at like we are we are uh in a place where we know we're not perfect by means sure am
1: so, so here's that.
0: There's things you probably heard this podcast that you're like, oh my god, I couldn't believe they said that or they did that or whatever. Um, but that's okay. Like we're we're okay with that and we want you just to just really think about it like in your own know, Like like really evaluate yourself. Like evaluate like do I think I'm better than? Do I think I don't have sin? Do I think that like those sins that they talk about? I mean we talked about we talk about drinking, we talked about uh, being sober, we talked about sex, before marriage. Yep. We talked. We talked about a lot of things, and so like, it's not a point of like, uh are we scared? My music ended there. Are, are we like, oh my gosh, they they they're so bad? It's really more just like, hey, we all screw up. We all have these problems. So just evaluate for yourself, see where you're at, and don't be afraid to be. You know? <laughs> you know, yourself. Um, Own there
1: There's so many things that I'm I've I've, I've going through reading
0: life's actually journey still going Okay,
1: everybody, thank you for listening. We'll
0: catch y'all next time.